Right, let's move to the United States and two key developments today in the charges that former U.S. President and 2024 presidential hopeful Donald Trump is facing. A trial date has been set for March next year for Trump and in Georgia today, his former White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, in court. He's trying to move that racketeering case from the state of Georgia to a federal court. And that matter could, in the process, reveal a great deal about the case against Trump and his alleged attempts to get Georgia officials to, remember the quote, find votes during the 2020 elections. I'm joined now from Washington by Simon Marks. Simon, good day to you. Um, let's start in Washington because the big news is that March is the trial date. What exactly is going to happen in March? Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, make a note in your diary. March the 4th of 2024 is the day that history will be made uh, here in Washington, D.C., barring any changes uh, to the timetable, because that is the day that Donald Trump will become the first former or sitting president of the United States ever to go on criminal trial in a federal court. Remember, there are all of these different, four of them, uh, proceedings against Donald Trump. This decision relates to the one in federal court here in Washington, D.C., where the Department of Justice is taking criminal prosecution and criminal charges out uh, against Donald Trump for his role, they allege, in trying to overturn the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. And the judge in the case uh, today essentially rejected efforts by Donald Trump and his lawyers to de delay the trial until the middle of 2026. And she didn't only uh, do it on the basis that that's far too long to wait for the possibility of justice uh, being served, but also because she uh, wholesale rejected the argument of Donald Trump's lawyers uh, that he's going to be too busy running for the presidency <laughs> in 2024 to go on trial. She said that his schedule, his personal diary, uh, was of no interest to her whatsoever. She equated him uh, to a professional athlete who might have commitments to uh, various sporting events around the world. That would be of no interest to her court either. Uh, she said that the case needs to proceed and it will proceed, according to the judge, uh, on March the 4th of next year. Remember, of course, that Donald Trump and his lawyers almost certainly are going to appeal that decision and they will continue to try and throw legal spanners in the works of that federal courthouse here in Washington, D.C. in a bid to delay matters. So as it stands, bearing in mind that there may be attempts, are likely to be attempts to delay that, um, we know that the election is in November next year. So what will be happening in terms of the election build-up in March next year when he's got to go to trial? Well, it's a massive moment, isn't it, uh, Sally? I mean, you're going to be uh, on the eve uh, of Super Tuesday, the big uh, sort of coming out moment uh, for the primary elections in the race for the Republican Party's uh, presidential nomination. Super Tuesday is essentially the day in the campaign when things go national because you have primary contests uh, being held simultaneously in multiple states. Uh, so spring is going to be very busy for Donald Trump. Uh, remember, he is 
absolutely the far and away front runner with a 40 percentage point lead over his nearest rival in the race to be the Republican Party's standard bearer in the November 2024 presidential elections. He needs to go through the process of uh, these primaries in order uh, to try and solidify that and become the party's candidate. And by the time March rolls around next year, he's going to be right in the middle of that. And also, it would seem, on trial in Washington, D.C., which is precisely why Donald Trump and his supporters say all of this is weaponized use of the Department of Justice to engage in election interference by President Joe Biden and key officials within his administration. And Donald Trump will continue advancing that argument, especially based uh, on that judge's decision here today. So that's a massive decision. Meanwhile, in Georgia, in the state of Georgia today, um, his former chief of staff um, is trying to get that case moved to a federal level. But that case deals with the fact that Trump, Meadows and a number of other officials basically are accused of getting on the phone and trying to intimidate election officials to find votes. Am I right, Simon? Has anything come out of that yet? Yeah, they're accused of being mobsters, uh, Sally. I mean, that's the reality of it. They're being prosecuted under racketeering laws that are more usually reserved for mafia figures. Mark Meadows is the former White House chief of staff who uh, slavishly was loyal to Donald Trump uh, at the White House during the Trump administration. Uh, and he is the first of 19 uh, defendants in this case, one of whom is Donald Trump to advance the argument that the case should not be heard in a Georgia court, but instead should be moved to federal court, because he testified today, and that's a big moment in and of itself. He didn't have to take the stand, but he's so anxious to get this out of the court in Georgia and into a federal court, where he thinks he stands more of a chance of getting a fair hearing, that he took the stand today and said, look, everything that I did was done as part of my official position as White House Chief of Staff, and that's a federal position. So his argument, and this will be the argument adopted by Trump and virtually all, I suspect, if not all, of these 19 uh, alleged co-conspirators, Meadows' argument is that Georgia shouldn't be prosecuting this case. Now, the prosecutors in Georgia say, well, hang on a second, you were all trying to rig the outcome of the election in Georgia, which is why it should go ahead in the uh, in this particular state. We'll now wait and see what the outcome is of Mr. Meadows' proceedings, which will have huge implications for his 18 fellow co-defendants. And Simon, um, if there's a verdict before November, even if it's a guilty verdict against Donald Trump, would it stop him from continuing uh, to stand for the presidential elections? So there's absolutely nothing that can happen in any of these courts that prevents Donald Trump from continuing to run for the presidency. He could even run for the presidency from a jail cell. Nothing in the Constitution prevents him from doing that. Were he to win the presidency, if he had been convicted of the charges that he faces in federal court, the ones uh, that we know, are that, that trial that's going to begin next March, and also the federal charges that relate to his alleged mishandling of classified documents, he could pardon himself after the conviction. He would not be able to pardon himself of any convictions in Georgia, 
uh, or in New York, where, of course, he's facing a separate, a separate criminal charge about those hush money payments that he made to the adult film actress Stormy Daniels. He can't pardon himself as president of local state charges. He can pardon himself of federal charges. And all of this, uh, Sally, means that throughout 2024, once again, this country is going to be sailing through absolutely uncharted territory with the man who currently looks like he's going to be the Republican Party's presidential candidate. Things, of course, could change, but absolutely in the crosshairs of at least four separate criminal prosecutions, any one of which could theoretically send him to jail before Election Day. Completely and utterly fascinating. Um, the, the twists and turns around Donald Trump, uh, astonishing. Simon, thank you so much for bringing us up to speed. Certainly that's one we're going to be watching in the months to come. Simon Marks coming to us live from Washington. Let's bring